Welcome to episode 74 of the Life and Mission podcast. I'm Kay Helm, and today I've got a quick reminder about some adjustments that you may need to make in your messaging. I have this great memory of my dad. He's sitting next to me on my first ever flight, and he's pointing out the window at the wings. He's showing me the the flaps and he's saying, you know, okay, this is moving here and it's moving down for this and it's moving up for this and the different things that flip up and down on the wings. Have you ever sat in that window seat right behind uh, the wings and watched these things? To me, it's fascinating. And it was great because my dad was an engineer before he was a finance guy. And so he had this great way of explaining things and how they work. So basically, the quick deal on the flaps are that the flaps go down to create lift. That reduces the distance and the speed that's needed for takeoff. Okay, so you'll see that when your plane is running down the runway, those flaps start turning down. And then when you leave the ground, they really push down. I mean, they go really like almost close to a 90 degree angle, at least in my imagination, right? So so looking out the window with my limited knowledge, it looks at almost a 90 degree, degree angle on some of these things. They go way down and it's pushing the air down as it flows around the wings and it creates lift. And that just helps that plane get up there in the air to where it needs to be. Then when you're flying it at uh, your cruising altitude, everything just lines up straight and the the flaps kind of pull back into the wing and it's all looks like one unit again. And then when you land, there's these little flaps that go up on the top of the wing. They just flip kind of up and that creates drag. And what that does is it helps the plane to slow down faster and it requires less room on the runway to finish rolling once you've touched down. I found it fascinating when I was 16 years old, and I still find that fascinating. And so we were on a trip this weekend. I went with my mom down uh, to Florida to see some relatives, and we watched the flaps, right? And it just still fascinates me. So watching the flaps again really got me thinking about our nonprofit storytelling. You see, all too often, we tell stories without regard to where potential donors are in their journey or the specific ways the stories might serve our mission. You know, sometimes it's about, hey, I need a story to go in the newsletter. Hey, I need a story to send out for an email. And it's about kind of filling a space. And I want you to think uh, more strategically about your stories. Think about when you're telling stories, why you're telling stories, what purpose does each story serve in your donor's journey? You might say, well, aren't we just simply trying to get donations, right? That's my goal when I tell stories. Well, that may be one of your goals, but you're missing out if that's the only thing you're trying to do with your storytelling. You see, your donors are on a journey, and your stories have the power to move them along on that journey. You're introducing them to a problem. You're dispelling myths. You're offering hope. You're introducing them to your organization and showing them how you solve this problem. You're building trust, and then you're inviting them to take action. At any point in time, you'll have people at different stages along these 
five levels of awareness. These are originally from copywriter Eugene Schwartz. Uh, I think he was a copywriter sometime in the 50s or 60s, something like that. But he came up with these um, levels of awareness, and sometimes they're called stages of awareness. Think about where your donor first hears about you or first hears about the problem, right? They don't know really what you do or who you are or anything about you. So how do you get them from being completely unaware, maybe even of the what the problem is that you solve, to being a totally on board donor? Maybe they're a monthly giver. Maybe they join your board. Okay, what's that journey look like? And what are the stories you tell to bring them along the journey? So first, you need to know what are these levels? These are the five levels of awareness. Level one, they are unaware. They don't even know that there's a problem. For some of you, you're like, what? How can people not know there's a problem? But there are people that don't realize maybe the depth of the problem. Maybe they don't realize um, that it's in their neighborhood. Maybe it doesn't realize that it can affect them or people they love until it does, as so often is the case. And so people are unaware, especially when you're working maybe halfway around the world or you're working in populations very different from the people who you're looking to for donations, you may have to explain a lot of things. Maybe they hear you speak somewhere and somebody comes up to you after you talk and they're like, I didn't even have any idea that that was even happening in our world today. I thought that was stopped long ago, you know, things like that. People can be completely unaware. So don't assume that everybody even knows that the problem you solve exists. Always have something in your messaging that introduces the problem. Stage two, they are problem aware. All right, now they know there is a problem, but they don't know about solutions. So now maybe, again, say you spoke, you introduced the problem, well, you might want to offer a solution. <laughs> Level three, they're solution aware. So they know about the problem and they know about solutions. Maybe now they, they've heard three or four different organizations talking about this problem. Maybe they've seen about the problem in the news and uh, there's been some stories about what people are doing to try and tackle the problem. Maybe they've heard things, read things. They've gotten curious. They're starting to educate themselves. Who knows? I mean, people are all along the spectrum on how they engage with the issues. But they're solution aware. They know about the solutions, but they don't know really about your organization or the work you do. And this is where it's really important if you have a unique thing that you do that's different from everybody else, you want to make sure you're stating that case. The next level is they are brand aware. All right. I know we don't often talk about brands with nonprofits, but stick with me. Brand aware, they know now about you. In sales, they would say you're product aware, but in nonprofits, let's call it brand aware. They know about you. Problem is, they're still not quite convinced that you're the right fit for them. So in this stage, you've really got to build trust and relationship, and you're telling those stories, and you're just proving that you do what you say you're going to do. Level five, then, is most aware. They get it. They know about the problem. They know about what you do to solve the problem, 
and they know you, they like you, and they trust you. These folks are ready to join you, and they're just waiting for you to ask. But do you see how at each stage, they really need a different kind of message all along the way? So keep this in mind when you're talking to people. Who am I talking to? Who you're talking to in your newsletter or your emails might be a little bit, obviously they know about you, but you still need to build this. You still need to educate and you're always building trust and building relationship. It's important to think about the donor's journey along all these stages of awareness and where they are in it. The other thing we need to consider is our organization's goals. Maybe you're telling stories and sending out uh, emails, you're trying to increase monthly donations, or you need to bust a myth around the problem that you solve, or you're trying to attract uh, volunteers, whatever it is you're trying to do in that message, then obviously that story has to serve the message. So you have two things going on, these little adjustments like the flaps. Are we taking off? Just getting started? Do they need a lot of details about the problem and about what we do to solve the problem? Or are they in that most aware group and you've got to kind of the, you're in the landing mode where you can get all nitty gritty maybe on why we need to raise this extra $10,000. And you can talk to them like, hey, you're an insider. Let me tell you what, what we need to do. Let me tell you about our dreams. Let me tell you about what we're thinking about for the next three years. Let me invite you into the inner circle for some insider information type of stuff. So you see how you're going to talk completely differently to those two audiences. And you can think about that as adjusting your flaps, right? Where are we going? Are we trying to go up and, and get get out there with the high visibility? Or are we coming down in close uh, to talk to somebody that we already have a relationship with? So adjust your flaps as needed. Address potential donors according to the stage of awareness they're in and the specific goals that you're trying to accomplish. If you do this, donors will be more informed, more engaged, and more ready to respond when it's time to ask for their support. That's it for this episode of Life and Mission Podcast. If you found this helpful, one thing you can do is to leave a review on your favorite podcast app, especially if that happens to be Apple Podcasts. That's where a lot of people look to find new podcasts and having those great reviews really helps other people find us. So I'm Kay Helm. This is the Life and Mission Podcast. Find your voice, tell your story, change the world. It's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. 
fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends, and it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's mission writers, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever. Ever.